brother, brother, brothers. Oh, yeah! It's me, Austin! Oh, son of a... Doesn't matter what you think! I lie! Oh, you didn't know? And I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. See? I just didn't stand! You just made the list! Bam! Welcome, welcome, welcome to the WWE GL on Wiggle 91.1 FM. I am your host, Logan Hurston, and I'm, of course, joined by my co-host, the gimmick killer, Cooper Prater. You know, we used to have a real champion in here. <laughs> we did. But we have fallen on tough times, haven't we? Hard times, Daddy. Speaking of hard times and champions, the natural Noah Phillips. Can we just talk about how unfair it is that I'm being forced to defend my titles this weekend with an injury? I am an injured man, folks, and this company is making me defend my title. But don't you worry, folks. I am a fighter, and I will fight for you, the good people of a radio area. And our special guest, the former host with the most, the awesome Alex Using. As I prepare to head into enemy territory at Duluth, Georgia, that's where I don't know what the name of the arena is. Let's just say it's in Duluth. The Gas South um, arena. I think all that is holy. That's right. I'm referring to Taz, that the one and only Tony Khan keeps <laughs> giving me more ammunition week in and week out. Speaking of Tony Khan, you saw him on TV this week. I did. And, that, and you know, when he wears glasses, I don't feel his eyes penetrating my soul. So <laughs> I really enjoyed that. And I think he should do that full time. Gotta be the fakest voice I have ever heard out of a man. What was funny is Adam when... Him, yeah, no. <laughs> when he was in the back, like behind the door, I was like, that doesn't sound like Tony. Then it came out and it still didn't sound like Tony. And I was like, I guess it was Tony. Yeah, him putting on a voice. Yeah, he was just playing it up. He was playing it up. You can tell when he plays it up. What a maneuver! What a maneuver! Um, you want the elephant in the room, guys? Uh, which one? Wheeler's got a Glock. Got a Glock. (laughs) Wheeler's got a Glock. (laughs) Do 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 do. Cash Wheeler, the one half of FTR, was arrested arrested for aggravated assault with a firearm nine days. Before the biggest pay per view of all time, one of the only matches that like people not like you know for an actual title that like feels like it's a pay per view build, you know, which um, is not saying much. I mean, this was a lot of people were looking forward to this match, and it looks like it's gonna happen. But it's gonna happen, man. Hey, you ever heard of being on bail? Hey, uh, Contavious Codwell Pope once did play basketball with an ankle monitor. Yes, but Catavius Codwell Pope work it into the match. Hit him with the ankle monitor. One, two, three. When one of the times when he when he did that, he was not allowed to leave the state, so he couldn't travel with the team. Right, I am true. very surprised that he did not get a travel ban. But uh, looks like it all worked out. Um, I'll just say this: easiest Young Bucks prediction of my life later tonight, guys. Easy as my. I think it's funny. I think you know FTR. Like I, I texted you this. Uh-huh. They're always trying to emulate the territory days. And what <laughs> is a better way to emulate it is like wrestling two to three hot matches going to the towns of like the Midwest while having an an arrest like warrant out for a warrant out for your arrest. All we need is one of them to go out their matches on some form of narcotic, and then it'll really be the old days of wrestling. I also think it's quite hysterical that um, what really happened is that Tony's like, you don't get it, guys. This is the biggest wrestling show in the history of the planet. And the police were like, oh, we can't dare to get in the way of the biggest wrestling show in the history of the planet. And then, of course, he's got – I mean, I don't know what the heck happened. When you were saying that, I was like, did Wheeler you to get a new gimmick? I was really confused because I I don't know the names of FTR. I'm just like – they're Cash Wheeler. Big meaty men with Aaron beards. No I don't know. Yeah. I'll just cool. say this. Cash Wheeler had just got arrested, and he's still my favorite member of FTR. So <laughs> that's wow. how much I don't like Dax Harwood. Um, and it wow. was crazy. He was doing 
they had that CMFTR match last weekend, and he was doing like the hot tags for all those matches and like being the guy oh, in those matches. Yeah. And he was the one with. They had to know because this was like he was a he was this, like there was a warrant out a month ago or something like that, or he may have been arrested a month ago. Amen. Yeah, like I that. think he he just got arraigned recently. Right. Why everybody knows about it. Yes, but I my wondering is I wonder does did did management know or did I they mean, not? Because I wouldn't be shocked, especially I would certainly after. Hope so. <laughs> th- this is the problem with AEW. We could we would not be shocked if they had no idea, and we also wouldn't be shocked if they did know and then didn't care. Well, knowing which is the, that which is the nice dichotomy, oh, Punk there. has all the power of collision apparently, <laughs> which we're not really going to get into. We're not using real gra- glass, bro. I wouldn't be shocked, brother. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, what are you going to say? No, break the glass. We talk about CM Punk, but uh, Noah. I said no. We ain't using real glass, brother, but. I mean, if you really go back and you look through the history of wrestling, there's been some great storylines with this. You know, Kerry Von Erich uh, got stuff planted on him by the Freebirds. <laughs> you go back and you look at the Iron Sheik Are you in say- the car with Hacksaw Jim Duggan planting stuff on him when they got pulled over. Are you trying to say the Young Bucks planted a gun on Cash <laughs> Wheeler? All is I'm saying is, brother, the story hasn't finished, all, all right? All we're saying is that story. he went in to throw a punch, and then the Young Bucks were like, wait, what can we make this better? Let's just put a pistol into his hand. And then it's like, oh, wait. So it really kick. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, anyway, SmackDown? So oh, wait, we'll, no. Yeah, we'll go wait. to SmackDown. We'll go to the one moment that matters on SmackDown. Yeah, it was a – LA Knight was there. LA Knight was there, but and he lost Austin Theory via um, Miz hijinks. Let's talk about the one moment that does matter, the Edge possible retirement match. Did you guys watch that? Mm-hmm. I, I caught did. the highlights because uh, Peacock was not working for me today. Did you watch it on the YouTube channel yes. or the WWE, the WWE channel or the WWE on USA? I don't remember, but I watched WWE on USA basically had like almost a whole match. They had like a twelve minute highlight. Okay, I think I watched that. Yeah, that was it was really good. Um they 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 were hamming it up the whole episode that it could be Edge's possible match. And of course his contract is lapsing next month. This is his last match and he did say he wanted to retire in Montreal. Seamus, I mean, I guess it makes sense as we Toronto. Or Toronto. I don't know, Canada, brother. Um There's like three cities. It is funny because we were I was looking at Raw, and I go, oh, yeah, they're in Montreal. And, and Noah goes, no, they're in Quebec. And I was like, I just, everything's Montreal to me. Hey, yeah. man. And then Winnipeg. I mean, you're That's not true. wrong. <laughs> also, they, you <laughs> say they're in Quebec when you mean they're in Montreal. Um, but anyway, I thought this match was great. I thought if it is uh, Edges send-off, it's like it's good – Good, not the greatest, but like it's still pretty good, you know. Yeah, I mean, I love I loved the uh, particular spot, the superplex into the execution. That was pretty cool for yeah. a guy that is pretty old. Edge is really old. The only reason we don't really feel that age is because he took a nine year sabbatical. It that did- was not by choice, but I mean, <laughs> like you know, he's he's up there in age. And I mean, it was a good match, and I liked how they Sheamus was going to do the thing on the ropes, and then Edge was like, "No, I'm going to do it." And the crowd was like, "We love this. This is so funny." I did like how they like both that. had like at least one finisher kick out of mm-hmm. you know. Um, Seamus is the bro, and then he, and then after that, you're like, okay, so Edge is, you know, we were sure Edwards going to probably win anyway. It's yeah. Like SmackDown, it's the 25 years. And then he hits the spear, and Seamus takes out of that. I'm like, that's good. They're making like a pay per view quality, like, you know, match here on free TV. Yeah. No, it was good. I mean, Seamus is, he's the gold, I mean, he's the golden ticket, man. Like, he's always going to produce a good match at any given point ever. I really like the promo package, especially when everyone's like, we love Edge, and then Sammy's like, I like Adam. I'm like breaking kayfabe, brother. That's a twenty-five thousand dollar fine. No is way. It? No. What did it used to be? I, 
Well, I don't know. You watch Reliving the War like it's your religion, so you would know. Well, um, if you watch Reliving the War, you know that we only stick with what the gimmicks that are going on, on TV, brother. We don't get the behind-the-scenes stuff. Well, except for Brawl for All because that was pretty funny. Unless you're in WCW. That's but, true, uh, brother. Every, their, everything whole, is... their whole gimmick was to shoot on each other for like the right. end there. Bro, um, best storyline of all time. What if Scott Hall, known alcoholic, plays an alcoholic on TV for so many months? Bad. Anyway, this episode was good, though. Yeah. Any Any other talks about... I mean, I don't. I didn't watch Raw before um, this came on the podcast. Not, we're not talking about Raw. Yeah. I did see Akira Tozawa was memeing on the Miz with yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh, nice. And then he's like, "Say something else." He's like, "What?" And then everyone <laughs> in the crowd starts chanting "What?" <laughs> I was like, "That was that's pretty funny." I like Akira Tozawa. So. I watched a little bit of uh, some of those uh, cruiserweight classic uh, matches uh, a little while ago. <gasps> oh, they got real sad. Um, Such a crazy so. time that you could get. Kota Ibushi and Zack Sabre Jr. in a WWE ring. Yeah, that, that we ain't getting that again. <laughs> and um, I remember when everyone's like, oh, they're going to make the finals. They both made the quarterfinals. They're like, yeah, they're not getting signed, brother. They're not holding that belt. And right. they both lost. <laughs> right. um, <laughs> no, the Brian Kendrick has to hold the belt. You don't get the it. The Brian man. Kendrick hit a burning hammer on Kota Ibushi <laughs> yeah, in that yeah. tournament. Brian Kendrick so. actually, during that particular time, was pretty pretty awesome. Um, Before, you know, we yeah, found out. We, but, did, uh, we didn't know. <laughs> we, we, um, we found out. Right. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, the Edge retirement stuff. Um, first of all, I am I am thoroughly unconvinced that this is going to be his last match. Like you know, well, WWE is the, not the corporation that will let you like no. so slyly imply that you're going to be retiring, especially if you're a name like Edge. You know, <laughs> no. he's he's going to get a whole special devoted specifically to that moment, like later down the line. Yeah, um, for sure. I will say, not to cut you off, but he I did see afterwards that he did say it was his last match in Toronto because he doesn't think he can make it to the next time they have a show in Toronto. Oh, yeah, probably. So that, I that's, think, that's, I what think he was, that's what he was selling like a it on. Matches have a big yeah. retirement. Or he'll join the impact zone as vertical. I saw that meme, and that, that made me chuckle. But anyway, <laughs> but continue, Cooper. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that you know this will probably be maybe his last year in WWE, uh, almost certainly. Um but yeah, he's got he's got plenty of gas in the tank if he wanted to. They've been giving him the sting treatment, and he's been putting on good matches. I don't think I've seen it bad. Well, other than maybe maybe Mania, but that I feel like that was a little bit of you know just bad, bad luck. luck. Right, right. You yeah. mean Finn Balor's head exploded on television? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the yeah. one other thing I did see about Raw, I just saw a clip of it on Twitter, was Cody Rhodes basically going. Yeah, what the heck's wrong with JD and McDonough? Why are you going out here looking like a Funko Pop walking around with that bobblehead? <laughs> mm. That made me laugh. But other than that, there's nothing about there's nothing wrong. Fair enough. On this day, rag on JD McDonough all you want. Yeah, I see clearly. I saw the beginning and I realized that I think EO Sky might be my favorite theme in wrestling. Man, I love the opening. It's so cool. But unfortunately, I... they, they lost. Advocated for that theme to go far in the. It was in the tournament. None of you saw the vision. I was I was returning for it. I was returning to the company. I, I didn't I didn't know what was happening. If you if you asked me that same question now, it would have made it to probably minimum second round. I love it. It's so fun. Who it did, did make it each and every round. one of you. Oh. Who did it lose to? No, I'm pretty sure it did make it. No round. way. No, not a chance. No, I remember like, it got shot down you voted early. For it. Yeah, 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 but me and Noah probably did. <laughs> and uh, rest in peace, our former co-host <laughs> know nothing. Right. So uh, he did not know ball. Um, <laughs> he did not know grap. Brother. He did not know but the no, grap. I heard it, it was cool, except again, Charlotte and Bianca won, which was like okay, cool. But yeah. Damage Control beat up Bianca again. Rip her knee. That's Woo. tough. That match was cool. Ellie and I came out and had a had a solid match with uh, Theory, which you know, with Miz interference, yes. But um, it just yeah, it was, it was a very nothing show because again, uh, the than, champ's not there, so it was just Paul Heyman on the phone with possibly the champ and then saying Jey Uso will be back next week. 
And then, and then edge stuff. It's 25 years. Yeah. Also, uh, speaking about Paul Heyman segment, kind of weird that you can just like threaten a coworker on air in the universe of WWE <laughs> and then like have nothing happen to you. Well, I mean, like, a non-wrestling coworker. But didn't you hear that Paul Heyman's the goat? So like he can, do, <laughs> he can well, do whatever. I mean, he wants. Well, Tony Storm does that on AEW to, the, to ring announce. They do that to Tony Schiavone every single week. I Poor know, Tony's getting put through the ringer, man. Rest in peace, man. He's, he's been Tony Schiavone, honorary member of the Bang Bang Gang. Guns um, up, bro. Guns up. We are doing that in Duluth, by the way. Oh, oh absolutely. 100%. Too sweet is over, done, dead in the water. <laughs> Get out of here. Because <laughs> it's the bat up, signal, baby. you mean? It's so Apparently. 2016. Oh, my And 1996. <laughs> oh, the Street Profits faced the OC. That was something. It happened. It was a fine episode, honestly. That's just. I like the way they're building street profits and Bobby right now. Yeah, I th- that yeah. group uh, seems like it's got a lot of potential. Um, but I, I am a little bit confused because it seems like from like the the last couple of segments with like the street profits and Bobby, his whole thing has been like, you know, I'm gonna make you guys like you know killers pretty yeah. much, right? And like, they've been potential. wearing suits. Uh, as like they come out to beat people up and everything, and that's awesome. I love that. Um, and then they come out and they still got like the solo cup entrance. Yeah, and like Dawkins <laughs> is still wearing his like singlet. you know kind of baggy singlet on him and all that. Too fair. I don't think Dawkins yeah, is ever like, gonna change. I mean, I, you you can find a way to like get some make it look get cooler. something for that guy that makes it look like you know a stud. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I I. Just wanted maybe a little bit more like finesse in the presentation of it. It's fair. Um, but yeah, like the match was fine, I guess. Um, I will say this if Carl- we get a new hurt business, I'm fine with that. Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows are god tier finessers. <laughs> they sign back, have done nothing for six months, and have a deal where they get paid. And if they aren't booked on the show, they don't have to show up. So they just get to sit at home and get a fat paycheck. And well, well, don't you know Carl Anderson is uh, a god of professional is a, he wrestling? Is a, he is a god of professional <laughs> I've wrestling. I've been told this. Um, god Dess. Uh, <laughs> Bullet Club Dess. Um, but with that being said, we're going to go ahead and head to our first PSA break, but we will be back after these brief messages. Welcome back to the WWEGL on Google 91.1 FM. It's funny we call it WWEGL because this episode is AEWEGL. We got Dynamite tonight. We got Collision we got all in Wembley this weekend. Noah's belts are on the line, and I hope someone takes them. <laughs> Just anybody. It should have been. You don't me. even have to be me. It should have been me. You don't even bring the belts onto the show, brother. Well, brother, I am injured. Okay. I just want to say that whenever I didn't bring the belts on, Noah would relentlessly clown me and be like, You're a fake champion. But now since he does it, he's injured. He's and injured. let's just say that Noah's injured. He's doing Did, the Roman. Were you injured? Were you injured? You, you are not injured, injured brother. I Noah's, am. Noah's injury did result from parting too hard after winning the uh, WWE GL championship. championship. So let's just leave it at let's that. Let's just say this, Noah. You texted me on Saturday and helped me move a TV that you were 95% over your injury. I think you can hold well, two toy belts in. It got worse, brother. Um, It got I, worse before it got better. Dude, I can't put on regular shoes right now, man. I can only wear Crocs. Do you wear belts <laughs> on your feet? <laughs> <laughs> um, Rebuttal. We can argue about this for <laughs> let's just, I mean, just generic words. I'm saying words now. We can argue about this for forever. That's but true. AEW. Let's go to AEW. Dynamite. Light the um, fuse. Light the fuse. Break the rules. You're catching on. I'm learning, guys. Um, <laughs> Kevin Kelly said collide like 48 times on Saturday, and I was like, wait, I think I get it now. You have to fight for the fallen. Um, <laughs> I will say this. We have 
15 minutes for this, 15 minutes for collision, 15 minutes for predictions. Yep. We are not bleeding over, yep. so no crazy rants, especially about Texas Chainsaw Massacre matches. I'm, I, I'm actually saving mine for a different part of the show. Thank you very much. All right. Let's go ahead and start talking about Dynamite. Mm. Wheeler, Ar- Utah versus Orange Cassidy for the international title, the second time they fought for this title. Orange getting, I think, this was the most defensive of any AEW title of all time after he got this or tied it or something like that. Probably. He's going to get the record one um, way or the other. I love that he's been selling this injury gimmick like 15 matches ago, and we thought he was going to lose the belt, and he still has it. He's just, he'll never be defeated. I thought he was going to lose it at Wembley, but he's not even defending it at Wembley, so right. he ain't losing it till I guess, whoever he faces all out was probably John Maxley or something like that. And I think he also needs to incorporate the tape into his uh, Titantron so that we just see it taped up <laughs> ta- more and more. That would be really I funny. also thoroughly enjoy this match strictly because of the nice changeup on the standard sit there and punch each other. It was a wrist lock and punch each other where he punched Yuta and Yuta tightened the wrist lock and then he punched him and it kept, and I was like, that's funny. And they actually Cause it, was, it, was, it was not the normal where they just sit there and chop each other to bits. They gave a good promo package. I think they either aired it on Collision or Rampage last week. Um, hyping out this match, and I do like them wrestling. I feel like a story, and eventually Yuta's gonna win. Mm. I just don't feel like this. You know, they don't want to. They. I don't feel like Yuta's gonna be the next international champion. Right. Um. But I did like how he got the bicycle, and Orange basically won with the roll up. Um. Again, they can. It. I did like also that he hit the paradigm shift into the um, Orange punch. That was also a nice touch. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, solid match. I mean, I don't think it's like. Their best. I think their other match was a little better. But. And we got an all-in match basically yeah. made right we, afterwards. We have uh, Stadium Stampede. Which I don't know what that the is. The only time they've ever done Stadium Stampede was during COVID. Um, no, they it did was, it like yeah, two pay-per-views ago, twice. brother. Yeah. But yes, but it, I, that was – you're thinking of a different thing, I'm pretty sure. What is – okay, guys, what is Stadium well, Stampede? Well, have they done Stadium Stampede in front of fans, though? Yes. Yes, yeah. They did so. it. When they had the guy stand up there and play – Sweet child of mine. You don't remember that? That's not Stadium Stampede. That's Anarchy in the Arena. That's, yeah, yeah. Those, those are two those different are, matches. Those are different So, as my understanding of Stadium Stampede is they did it during COVID. It was originally supposed to be the Elite versus the Inner Circle. That led to, like, the Blood and Guts match. And I think Cody or somebody or one of the Bucks got injured. They had, like, Matt Hardy sub. And this was during COVID when it originally happened. So, they basically just used the Jaguar Stadium. An empty stadium with all five teams. Oh wait, I remember this football field. It's That's a, cool. It's an empty arena, kind of cinematic match. Yes, um, right. And then when yeah. was the second one? Then I think, um, if I remember correctly, because um, there was one where it was uh, the Elite and Matt Hardy. Versus somebody. But that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Maybe, yeah. Let me look up how many stadium stampede. It, it was the elite versus Jericho. Yeah, that's the same one I'm talking about. Okay. That was during COVID. Not, not, um, not to be that guy, but I don't know if the what is a stadium stampede is the tangent we were hoping to get on in the. Well, anyway, they had never done it in front of fans, is my understanding. And now they will. So and I'm very interested in what they do here because it's basically like them running across the whole stadium, empty stadium, but like. There's going to be 80,000 people. It's basically going to be like an anarchy in the arena, as I would assume, with six people. Hey. Um, or whatever. I can't they... wait till Orange jumps off Wembley, man. <laughs> that would be fun. And just, right. just walks One right of those off. Big of. arcs uh, yeah. that they got up there. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah. Bro, they're going to Then like we get to the Don Callis Chris Jericho segment. Oh, wait. Uh, did I cut him off? No, no, no. That's okay. it, though. And I'm just souring um, at the thought. Where I did watch that, it was all right. Um, I did like how they, they actually got Jericho to join, and then Callis had the. <laughs> the photo of him with a, a decapitated Jericho. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just like that they're both basically the heel. Jericho's really not a face here. He was still picked the wrong decision. No, it was he just... – look, we say that because 
we are looking at it from like a meta point of view. I guess within the context of the story, Jericho is purely a face. Like there, he is absolutely supposed supposed to be like the audience, like you know, protagonist but character. Well, brother, Wembley is not cheering him I over Will Ospreay. I disagree with that choice, but that's what they're setting it up as. Yeah, this I thought problem with it. But, yeah, Alex, you have thoughts on it. No, no, all good. I just thought um, this painting was like the Hogan wax head thing that they did in, like, WCW, which was – this was two WCW callbacks in one episode. Really incredible stuff. This also, again, this is just what made me very angry because, again, I want All In to be very successful. I've emphasized this millions of times. But this shows how short-sighted the planning of it all is because if you have a chance to get Osprey, the top two wrestler on the planet – because I don't, I don't know a lot about the planet, so I'm just going to say he's in the top two. I don't think that's an insane thing. If you have him guaranteed, and you're like, when do we use Kenny versus Osprey 2, and your choice is at Forbidden Door and not Wembley, no, I really begin to question. But it's it doesn't matter if it makes sense. It's all in. It's the biggest show the in thing, history. Here's the deal. And instead, Osprey's facing Osprey Omega is not an AEW feud. It's a New Japan feud. The AEW got... Half the lease for in the Forbidden Door pay-per-view. That's that's the agreement. If it's going to happen again, it's going to happen at the next Wrestle Kingdom, which looks like it's probably going to happen again. Also, I, I want to make something kind of clear from where I'm coming from with this, yeah. which is I'm sure that the match is going to be very good. Yes, as it's much as you one, guys... It's Will Ospreay, who can seemingly do no wrong in like the past three, four years. He gave Kenta like a that. fantastic match, and Kenta's washed. So, but, uh, hey, let's let's... Uh, be or right, let's calm down. Before I we love start Kenta, but you know, hey, hey, I don't, I don't blame the man for taking it easy. <laughs> um, if I was getting that New Japan money, come on now. Um, <laughs> but uh, and as much as as I like to rag on him because he deserves it, um, Chris Jericho, I think, in this phase of his career, is honest to goodness, doing some of the most interesting in ring work yes. that I've seen from him recently. Um, he has managed to adapt his style into something that I think works really, really well for him and kind of hides his, his flaws as much as you reasonably can. It kind of, kind of like, a, like a Sting situation. Yeah. Like, is, is Sting's matches in 2023, like, the technical best that he's ever had? Probably not. But they work in a way that you know kind of lets you buy into the fact that he can still go and he can still work with these young up-and-comers um so i think the match is going to be fine my issue is the framing of jericho as a face because i just i just don't oh think i agree he works in that position like, especially not at this point in his career yeah not not they've at already this, tried it before not so. at this point really honest to goodness like not really ever, ever. that i can think yeah. of aside from maybe like the Kevin Owens feud from way back when. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, just something about him. He is so naturally good at doing heel work. And also, it's Osprey in Wembley. Do you think <laughs> anybody's going to boo him, no matter how much Don Callis you shove in there? No, absolutely not. No. So take advantage of that situation and just let people cheer Osprey, boo Jericho, and, you know, have a fun little, like, I don't know, 20-minute match and get it yep. over with. I will say Jericho, literally less than a year and a half, a year ago, had a fantastic run of Ring of Honor champion on AEW. He was putting on banger matches every single week, so I have no doubt it's going to be a great match. Yeah, yeah you can, you can um, go. You know? We have Nick Wayne versus – and Nick Wayne and Darby versus – what is the team called? Mocha Embassy? Yeah, well, but they're called something else, the two specific ones from Mocha Embassy. 
on the two. The, 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 I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember anyway. Fox? I guess no, it or was, was uh, it was Khan and uh, oh, the Gates of Agony. Gates of Agony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is a fun match, you know. Joker Gates Sting is always great. Joker Sting. Joker Sting. Doesn't yes. matter. Doesn't matter about anything because Joker Sting is back, and it doesn't matter. Fantastic. Awesome. I want to make a movie. I was I I I would like Throw felt back. like I had an out of body experience when I would so <laughs> like there's no way I'm here. The only Joker Sting I've ever seen is on YouTube. What happened in TNA in 2011 okay. videos? Uh, the the uh, one and only TNA taping that I ever attended live had Joker Sting no! in it. You. Uh, so I am so emotionally invested in this. Cooper, I will w- one day build a time machine and swap <laughs> places with you to be at that at that event. This is so cool, man. It was very cool. Here's what I wrote down in this. Um, Sting, no matter what, ring work or not, even though apparently Tony Khan thinks this is the best run of his entire career, to which I want to throw I think things. he's been bu- he has hadn't been butchered at some point in his career by some of the booking. But anyway, That's true. But I think I think it's it's the fact that it's such a great pairing because where Darby may lack in promo in certain aspects, Sting is still one of the best promos on the planet. And you saw it because this segment was so... I was glued for every bit of the hokiness, the random voice contortion for no reason. All of it was so funny. And I cannot wait to watch... Now I want to watch the coffin match. This is what you do. Mm-hmm. You put your stars on camera and I want to watch the coffin match. Adam Cole and MJF had a great backstage segment where they went to Outback and watched Crocodile <laughs> Dundee and all that stuff. And then they had a great promo segment. We don't have a lot of time, guys. We have two minutes, Noah. Say your spill. I can see you leaning. I just I was literally just trying to like sit myself up out of the seat. Sorry. <laughs> His gout is killing him right now. That was great. Undisclosed For Baker punched your ticket to all in. Bad. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre match, which eventually we are going to go back and talk about. Yeah, we gotta we gotta do a full thing. I personally, Alex, I know you hated it, but this was a hundred thousand dollars to charity. It's Jeff Jarrett and um Jeff Hardy, and if I want to see a match like that, I want to see those two old timers with their <laughs> stupid little groups go at it. I thought it was hilarious. Personally. I loved everything except the ending. That's all I'll say. Oh, the everything except face. the ending. I loved every, everything else about it was hilarious. Love it. Um, the Acid Black attack he claimed. Uh, interesting. I, sure, I assume Billy Gunn's coming back probably at Wembley or all out. The I, their video package, the House of Blacks video package, that was so was good, so well yeah. done, very Fa- well produced, fantastic. And um, finally, in the main event. The guns battled the Bucks. The Bucks getting a dirty win, and then uh, Bullet Club World attacking with FTR making the save there. Mm-hmm. Oh, also we didn't even mention Kenny getting a jump by JY Juice and uh, Takeshita in the funniest JR package I've ever seen. They just <laughs> pan back at JR and he's like, <laughs> he I they didn't it even post it on YouTube. It was cut convention. so weird. No, though. it was cut terribly. Yeah, they didn't what even post in it on the YouTube. world production team at AEW? But you know what? Like, I think it's hilarious because this match is going to be good anyway. You don't even have to sell me on it. Um, and I thought that video is hilarious and it'll live on forever. <laughs> right. I was so sad, man. I was like, oh, the guns are so cool. The Bang Bang Gang is so fun. And now they just got to get the momentum torpedoed so they can put Kenny over. I'm so sad. Well, Kenny and Hangman and Kota Abushi. I don't Hopefully know. he's better than last I time. I could see them getting the win here and then feeling the Takeshi match next week. But mm-hmm. that being said, we're going to go to a quick PSA break. And then we're going to collide when we get back, brother. It's time to collide. Welcome back to WBEGL on Wiggle 91.1 FM. And we are getting into AEW Collision from last Saturday. We started it off with a Samoan Joe walking down to the ring to face the Golden Vampire. Whoa, he jumped him. And what what did he say? He hit that big knee in the corner of the GTS, maybe the worst-looking GTS I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and he said, I accept. CM Punk, Joe, Wembley. Perfect. That's all you have to do, really. I mean, I if you want to give, I would have. I was shocked they didn't do like a big punk promo mat promo thing, uh-huh. but 
I, I was fine with it. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a cool way to do it. Well, you see, this this way it plays into Punk's um, old uh, NWA territory fanboy uh, <laughs> nostalgia run that he's doing here. So <laughs> you got to do it this way rather than setting it up through, via promo. I thought this was fun too. Then we had maybe my favorite match of the week, one of my favorites, uh, Jay White versus Dalton Castle. This was good, man. This guy was crazy. Dalton Castle is a treat, and I would if if, if I'm giving you a reason to go back and watch Ring of Honor, you should watch his stuff. Mm. What he is now, he was way better, but he has a back injury, so he's 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 still really good in the ring, but he's not as good as he as he once was. He could be like a, a legit main event player. I also want to say I know it's hokey, but I really love AEW letting like the wrestlers open the show with like a little promo about what they're gonna do or whatever. It's like yep. it's easy for me to connect with them versus like anything else. So yep. I really enjoy that, and I was like, who is this guy? Oh, and then he came out, and I was like, oh, he's that? And he was like feeding the birdies He was feeding the boys. He was giving know. them their little, their little pellets. Absolutely. The bang, bang, gang getting interfering. I love to. Oh, Don Castle's so good, man. He he wears the tights like a singlet, which I love. And then when Jay hit the Blade Runner, he was too far from the ropes, but you could see him trying to reach out because he couldn't kick out. He's so he's good. really great at those little like nuances. Just little so nuances. I'd love to see a boys versus Bang Bang Gang mini feud personally, but like give them, <laughs> give me the give me Don Castle and the boys versus them. As long as we have Kevin Kelly yelling at Juice Robinson throughout the <laughs> throughout the show, even though we cannot hear a single word that Juice is saying, we just know that he said the most contemptible things possible. They're so funny. I Some, love the Bang Bang. Somehow gang. the guns are so over in my mind. I don't know. I always liked them, but like they're like, I think they're really good now. <laughs> um, then we had Bang Bang Gang Town Hall with Monterey Bang Bang Gang member Tony Schiavone. Um, basically talked about beating up um, Kenny Omega and that they're going to beat up Hangman and Juice got to speak and that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Hangman also said when they challenged him the match that he's like, how are you going to beat someone up and not yell Roadhouse? I'm disappointed in you, Juice. <laughs> um, Wasn't this the part when the guy went brrrr or was that, was that a different? That was, that, was, that was later on. Oh, dang it. So My bad. They, they do the promo and they say, we want a warm-up oh. match. We're fighting the Elite. And who open challenge the Iron Savages come out, formerly known as Bear Country. Um, this match is hilarious. When I saw them whip out the protein shake, I knew I was in for. They something. tried to get the what is it the thirty seven to Yoma? No, you probably three ten to Yoma. Three ten to Yoma. When they Yuma. tried when they tried to hit it on the on the, the big, big uh, guns uh, finisher. Oh oh, three ten to Yuma. I thought you were talking about the protein shake. I was like, <laughs> what? No 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 no. Why would you think I when know tried, what a protein shake? Like is called <laughs> when they tried to hit it on. I don't remember what member of the Iron Savage, the bigger one with, with, the, with the ginger beard. Oh right, right, right. And Austin Gunn just goes flying in the air and just falls down. I was, I was cackling. Yeah. The the Otis of the Iron. The Savage. Otis, yeah. The Otis, if you will. Um, and then of course the Bang Bang Gang Bullet Club Gold picks up the win with Juice hitting. What is this DDT called? Juices. Yeah. Is it the Pulp Friction? <laughs> <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I don't I think, better I don't be think called Cooper's the Pulp kidding. They, no, they, that's what it was called no, in New Japan. I know. It better still be called that. Let me, yeah. let me do some Googling. Um, And he got the win, and he just smiling at the camera as he holds the guy's leg, and then he proceeded to do the air guitar yeah. on the guy's leg. I'm like, this is the best. These are the best guys ever. Give them the trios belts, please. I'm sure the acclaimed or something like that is going to win them and then have the Bang Bang Gang take them away. Um, Then we get on. Oh, but real quick. um. So as much as I, I did enjoy this match and the the comedy of it, if from a from a booking perspective, do you really need two Bullet Club Gold matches back to back, and 
particularly this one, which is a straight-up comedy match featuring a, a team which, while they're very good, has never been really featured on your programming at all. Other than last week. Right. <laughs> um, or could you perhaps use this time for, I don't know, maybe another women's match, perhaps, or another women's uh, promo segment, or literally that, anything. Um, that's that, my only real gripe with it, which is not on any of the performers in the match, of course. Um, it's a broader that's kind of fair. criticism. I mean, the, on Collision, there's only two things, you can categories for women. Related to Chris Statlander or Tony Storm promo. Right, that is right. it. And yeah. here's the thing, Cooper. I'll um, also say this. It's the fact that they have that match with the be- with the Bullet Club Gold set in stone, mm-hmm. and they're they're definitely going to put a lot of time towards that because, again, the uh, anyway, I'll get to it at the end of the show. But it like, is, it's just because they want to give people time with it because it's been a thing that they built one week ago, essentially. Then we get Big which Bill uh, squash match with Ricky Stocks, mm. absolute as the manager. I'm liking this. Like, it looks like I think they're going to do something with Ricky Starks at All Out because I think his suspension ends there. But uh, I'm liking this little Ricky Starks maybe building a faction, and like this kind of this heel turn so far. I'm I'm intrigued to say the least. Any any other thoughts? Yeah, uh, him and him and Big Bill look really cool coming out together. And he had a fantastic uh, little little promo. Video for yeah, him. It, those look so cool. I think he like produces them himself. Oh, he it does. Was great. He produced himself on the Indies. Mm. You know his nickname? What is his nickname? is Stroke Daddy. Such a good nickname. Um, wow. And when he produced them on the Indies, they were fantastic, too. So I'm sure he had a hand in this. I don't think that's PG. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, well, we'll get, we'll get to that. I, speaking of not PG. Um, then we get to Willow versus Diamante. Very good women's match. Um, I like Diamante. Obviously, Willow's over like Rover. I, I don't pop think... when she pulls down the straps, man. It's so cool. Yeah. The one so... in this one was particularly effective. I yeah. Remember. yeah. <laughs> no, because I, I remember. like dead in the camera. Yes. Yeah. I remember the, the popping in Forbidden yell. Door, and I was waiting for it to happen again because I was like, that was my favorite part of Forbidden Door, brother. Where is it? And then she did, and I was like, yeah. Brother, I was so hype. It doesn't matter if I'm watching it live or I'm watching the highlights. Every time I see Willow's finisher, I just go, Dr. <laughs> I'm like I'm popping so hard for that. The pounce too. Pounce. I love when pounce. she does the pounce. It's so funny. So good. Monty Brown would be proud. <laughs> That's um, true. That's true. Give me more Willow. I think this is probably going to lead to either, I guess another four. Maybe at all out for the TBS title with all four of them. If they maybe do a Willow Will turn next week or just they're going like to announce the day before. <laughs> or well, no, they. I mean, they could announce it this week on Collision and set it up for a week later. Yeah, oh, oh you, I thought you meant it all. My no, God, no, I, no. I, I don't think, they have I don't the same think name. He, any of these people will be involved all in, but I think they will be involved right. in All Out. I'm interested to see what they do because all we have for All Out is a TNT title match, Miro Hobbs, and what else? That's it? I think so. As, as a I'm sure we're going to do Takeshita, Kenny, and maybe what I would – I wonder if they – they're probably not going to do it, but, like, I, th- I thought the way they were possibly booking this was a Punk-MJF all-out match, but, like – Seems like they're going to hold off on that because you're not going to do that on a one week build. No, you're not. I think um, I think you could definitely have um, the case something of with Starks, obviously something with MJF and Adam Cole, possibly depending on if they maybe win the tag team championships on Sunday. Who knows? Punk Starks. We'll, we'll see. We'll see later. Um, but then we get to what Power. Three? Huh? Sorry, never mind. Sorry, I, I had a late reaction. Keep going. Powerhouse Hobbs and the squash matches. Um, Kevin Koo, a.k.a. DPW guy, Violence is Forever, great tag team Man, there. I'm so happy Kevin. seeing Kevin Koo on I, national the, television. What's funny is that the crowd was behind him. I know, yeah, they knew They were it popping. Was. Yeah. It wasn't in North Carolina? Uh, I, maybe. They I were, they've been using a lot of DPW guys in like, the squash match because they used um, Andrew Everett last week, right. the giant. Um, and afterwards, 
um, Miro gave one of the coldest promos I've ever heard. Yeah. Where he said, I am godless, but you will have a god next week as you will be praying to me. I was like, there is no way. I was at a party, and I looked at Noah. I said, this is awesome. Miro's what a like- part. Yeah, when we were at the party, I I saw that promo and I looked at Noah. I'm like, look at this. My favorite part was when Miro said we were so similar, like how many muscles we have, and I'm yeah. like, that's, that's so funny. Miro, <laughs> Which, Miro's like a top five Mike guy right yes. now, man. He's so, so his his packages are and so good. And to think they gave him a mouthpiece when he when he joined the Fed, brother. Come and I on, love too man. is they do have similar paths with like Hobbs, you know, not getting his full potential, and the fact that you know he's he's hanging around idiots like Miro was with Kip Sabian whenever mm-hmm. he started. He say you stuff, and he's like, "I do miss my wife." Right, <laughs> that was awesome too. <laughs> but uh, I gotta say it. Let me turn my mic down. Big meaty man smacking me. Yeah. Heck yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. That is gonna. That's the only match I'm looking for it all out. I guess <laughs> they gave me the match I actually wanted. This in the main event tonight: Christian Cage versus Darby Allen. This was so good. An absolute humper. The TNT <laughs> champion what? humper. It was a humper of a match. We got. We gotta. Cut that. <laughs> that's that's clean. <laughs> no, I know, but it just, it just sounds, it sounds so terrible. bad. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here, okay. Here's the thing. So, here's no. the thing. Thousands of parents in Auburn bringing their kids in for for the second week. We of don't have in, to dwell on. Turned it, on the radio and heard that's a humper, and they're like, "What?" Anyway, um, <laughs> fantastic match. Darby, great as always. I'm I'm excited to see the story because Darby's wrestling this dynamite. Um, he's wrestling Sunday, and then he's going to wrestle probably in the next Dynamite or Collision, and, and then the Sunday after that. So I'm wor- I wonder if they're going to do like an exhaustion storyline. Oh, I think for sure. That's the what they're com- definitely seems like they're planning. The commentary was selling that 100%, I thought. The way they were talking about how he's like just fighting and fighting and stuff. I think that's definitely the point. But I loved this match. Christian's yeah. so funny. I do love, too, Christian afterwards. Luchasaurus hitting him with the hitting Darby with the choke slam after the distraction. Christian pinning him and he goes, and still mm. your TNT champion. Yeah. Christian's so great, man. To think to him and Edge gone for years and years, came back and had both have had phenomenal runs. And I really don't think it works unless you have Nigel McGuinness saying, I just enrolled in the Christian uh, Cage Father of the Year school program. And he's like, <laughs> All right, you've sold me on this gimmick, brother. Like that's a great heel commentator can do wonders, Corey Graves. Anyway, um, any other thoughts, guys? Um, Ian Riccoboni's better than Kevin Kelly. I'll say it. Um, I watched Kevin Kelly deliver soccer. Um, he didn't do like the actual broadcast, but he did like the pregame and the halftime and all that. He was really good. He's a good commentator. He I just don't think he's great for weekly television as he was back in the day. I think he's good in New Japan, but – um, and then one other thought is in the Jay White and Dalton Castle match, Jay White hit a chop on Dalton Castle right in front of Nigel McGuinness, and he heard, I heard the voice of thunder, and I was like, that is awesome. I also found Juice Robinson's finishing maneuvers. Cooper, you finish your thought on Aubrey. It, is it the, the Pulp Fiction? Okay. It's among others, the Pulp Fiction, and a lot of hilarious names. Great. Um, I uh, to, to circle back to Dynamite real quick, uh, yeah. talking about the Texas Chainsaw match. <laughs> we, we got, yeah, minute 30. Okay, great. Um, I loved every part of this, including the ending. Me too. <laughs> because there's only one thing I love more than good wrestling, and that is bad wrestling. <laughs> um, this was so fantastic. Uh, they need to do more fictional characters coming out every week. I want to see Batman 
get power bombed through a flaming table. <laughs> um, I want to see I don't know Mickey Mouse take a chair shot or like whatever. Like <laughs> they dome Mickey <laughs> Mouse ECW style. Yeah, do it all. Um, uh, I love the RoboCop thing in WCW too. Like unironically, Chucky. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, wrestling is fake and stupid. Lean into it. This is great. One one last thing I do want to mention, unrelated to all of this. Shout out Matt Cardona and Steph Delander for coming out against Nick Gage and Mackie um, Ito yeah, yeah. with full on the Ecto One from Ghostbusters wearing Ghostbusters jumpsuits on the <laughs> back. Um, Matt Cardona had Nick Gage as the ghost and said Deathmatch Busters. <laughs> um, and they wrestled in that attire. It was so sick. And they had like a custom theme made for the Ghostbusters theme for it. Um, shout out. Uh, Matt Cardona what, is the best thing in wrestling. He today. is. With that being said, we're going to go to another quick PSA break. When we get back, it's predictions time. Welcome back to WWEGO. We're in our final segment here, and we have to do predictions. This is as of 23 hours ago is where I'm getting this card from. So if for some reason they announce any other matches up until this point on Wednesday, when we do go to Duluth to watch the Collision and Dynamite and possibly Rampage tapings, no, and they'll probably sprinkle in Ring of Honor because they hate us. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're going to go ahead and read this card, and we're going to get into our predictions. First, the match on AEW Zero Hour. That means you have to be at my house at 11 o'clock, Alex, for the Zero Hour match. But I got F1, brother. <laughs> Bro, you were skipping oh, that. Oh, God. <laughs> Crap. Oh, God. We, you have oh. the Ring of Honor. You can have F1 on your phone, and we'll have that on the TV. The Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship match. Aussie Open versus MJF and Adam Cole. We'll start with the champion. Who do you have and why? Wait. No, no, no. You can't go to me first. Not too late. Oh you didn't ring God. the belt. Um, just uh, go I'm, in a circle. I'm keeping it with um, the current day champions. Uh, Kyle Fletcher has a stupid haircut. Uh, <laughs> they're going to keep their titles. The Yeti, Mark Davis, as Chris Jericho says. Um, I got Aussie Open. I also have Aussie Open, even though they're apparently defending the titles this Wednesday, which is a thing. Against the Hardys. I, I have the them. Hardys. I have them winning this because I don't see. This feels like the match where MJ and Adam Cole have to blow up, so I can't imagine them winning the tag belts. But it would be interesting if they did. I also have Aussie Open. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Um, clean sweep. We have the real world championship match CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. I have Joe. I think it's going to be CM Punk. I, I want Joe to win, but I don't think Punk's going to allow that to happen. I also think it's going to be CM Punk, brother. Wait, did I say Joe? Yeah, you yeah. said Joe. Oh, why did I say Joe? I meant Punk. I don't oh, know why. Yeah. You can't change it now, brother. Yes, I can. Now, we, I've let you guys change it multiple That's times. That's true. I meant Punk. Changing it is how I tied for the championship. I literally last time. meant Punk. I don't know why I said Joe. My heart just wants Joe to <laughs> right, win. Right. The people want Joe 100 yeah, to 1, yeah. but it's unfortunately that one is a big man from Chicago. I, well, I said that, Al Cooper. Um, if the real world championship wasn't on the line, then this would be Joe all day. But because this is literally Punk's whole gimmick, uh, I don't think he's going <laughs> to like drop it two weeks in to when he no, introduced no, no, no. it. Uh, so, yeah, this is going to Punk. We have the coffin match, Darby Allen and Joker Sting versus Swerster and AR Fox. Give me the team with the Joker on it. I think it's got to be Darby and Sting just because of what they're building with Darby right now, and I don't think Swerve and them need much because they tried to kill Nick Wayne, and that's enough. So I'm going to go with Sting and Darby. I don't even think they've ever lost as a tag team, by the way. Champ? Uh, I would also like to go with uh, the two men with face paint. <laughs> I am going to go with the Mogul Embassy. No! Bold pick. Bold because pick. I think they, one, they, they would benefit greatly from it mm -hmm. and also i think they're going to play up the oh darby and sting have never lost as a team yet 
Um, yes. And also maybe indicating with this loss the start of the, the Sting kind of retirement tour. Nice. Then we have Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay. Ospreay all day, baby. Yeah, it's Osprey, 100%. I'm going to go with Osprey, but it'd be so funny. <laughs> it would won. be really funny. I, I would laugh as much as when Cody lost to Roman. I'll tell you that much. Don't. <laughs> Brother, just pick safe here. Don't, don't, don't. That's not. That's a dumb pick, Cooper, and you know it. You can it's, pick it, but. It's very. It is. I can see your face. Tempting, brother. It would be so. So, so <laughs> funny. Uh, no, it's Osprey. It's okay, Osprey. I'm going to yeah. say yeah, it's I, saw I, your can't, face. I can't bring myself to, to come to that. Then we have a um, dream match trio. Um, it's trio's match, I guess. Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, and Kota Ibushi versus Konosuke Testa, Switchblade, Jay White, and Juice Robinson. I think I'm going to go bold here. I don't know. I've been going bold every single prediction that I haven't gotten any right, so I've lost the title. But I don't know. Something's got to change here. I'm going... The Bang Bang Gang and Takeshita here, I think. I just have a hard belief. I have a hard time believing that Tony's going to pick against Kenny. And Kenny's I think, been doing a downfall as of lately, though. So that's why that's I see true. It. And it could lead into okay. In that case, yeah, you convinced me. I'm picking Bullet Club Gold <laughs> and Takeshita. Oh yeah, Kenny wins. Lol. <laughs> I would love that honestly, but I yeah. wouldn't. Who won Blood and Guts? Elite. The Elite. Yeah. Mm, okay, <laughs> that makes it more complicated. Ultimately, I don't know. You gotta. I think you gotta have that image of the the elite. Yeah. At Wembley, right? Like you got. I to. think so too. So I'm 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 gonna go with the golden elite. That, that's tentative. Um, I'm not like 100% confident about it, but I think it would be a very very good like emotional kind of thing especially think, if you're celebrating the company too i think like, logically you say golden elite yeah. but um i'm going with the more crazier pick i do think it's somewhat logical and then we had the stadium stampede match um john moxley claudio yuda and three of whoever they pick versus eddie kingston orange cassidy best friends lucha brothers give me the black hole combat club and whoever else yeah, I think there's no way you have them lose a two marquee matches back to back. I think it's got to be the BCC. However, I mean, well, yeah, I think it's got to be them. He ain't gonna pay. Is he uh, got the I, big John Moxley. I think it's the faces here because of Neville. Mm, I think he had the big be, return. That'd be smart. That'd be very yeah. nice. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that, man. I really should let you guys go so you can sell me on what to pick. But I think Chris Hero is going to show up and and, and, and Kingston's going to blow a gasket. That's the thing. I really and Ortiz wish, possibly is why I'm here. I really, really wish we knew who the other three were. We're going to find right out now. We um, hey, how about this? We are allowed to change our this one pick because we don't know the other participants deal. at Duluth when we find out. Okay, okay. I, I'll accept that. For now, I'll. Go behind the combat club mm -hmm. for for now, um, man. I know it's not going to happen, and I know I'm setting myself up to be disappointed. But if Nigel McGinnis gets <gasps> up out of that commentary table, I'm going to lose. My Brother, mind. it's going to be Grado. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, that's, that's the the real answer. FTR versus Young Bucks. Young Bucks. Yeah, um, one of the FTR guys is in jail, so I think it's got to be the Young Bucks. He got bail, brother. Yeah, Give, not, it's not, the Young Bucks. Not yet, not yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not Cooper? Yet. Uh, <laughs> the Bucks, <laughs> absolutely. You can't have a criminal on your national television show carrying your The AEW Women's World Championship match. Give me 
Tony Storm with Brit with Jamie Hader coming out afterward. Uh, that's where I'll go. Oh. Okay, good call. Um, let me just say that uh, we've got some time here, so it's completely and totally disgusting that the biggest professional wrestling show we don't show have time. We have one minute in the country. We have has, one minute. Um, only one women's match, but I'm picking uh, Sheeta probably. I think. I, it, oh, oh, you oh, want to go? Never mind. I, I was messing with the order. Go. go okay. Go ahead, uh, I think it's Britt, and then you have Jamie Hader come out, and they celebrate together. Mm. Ooh, bull pick. I don't think they have thought that far ahead, so I think they'll go with the easy choice and have Sheeta retain. <laughs> I, I would be shocked if Sheeta retains, too. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if any of these people win, honestly, because I could see Soraya winning for the I mean, it's pop. Look, it's going to be um, a great four-way. But, um, yeah, I just, I just don't trust them to put that much thought ahead. MJF versus Adam Cole, the biggest match of all time. MJF. Uh, Roddy's going to come out and try and help. MJF's going to pile drive him through the ring mat and then pin Adam Cole, and they're going to continue it later. MJF, though, wins. Uh, I think MJF wins. MJF, yeah. And then bonus predictions. I, I, I think Adam is going to be the one to take the belt off him. Yes. But not I'll concur. Yeah. Bonus prediction, um, because this is a rumored match, for the Leatherface Championship, Jeff Jarrett versus Grado. Who do you Grado. have? Grado? Grado? Uh, give me think, Jeff Jarrett, brother. I think all of Wembley needs to hear my world, so I think Jeff Jarrett's going to go. Okay, if this match happens. during the entrance. If this match. again, brother. If this match happens, these are locked in predictions. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and hit that outro. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to WWEG on Google 91.1 FM. This has been it for us, me, Alex, Cooper, and Noah. We'll be back next week at 9 p.m. for another hour of wrestling content. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at ByLoganHurston. You can follow Alex at Alex Houston. You can follow Noah at Noah underscore Phillips 64. Cooper, any last words? I want to see the Roadrunner versus John Moxley in a Texas death match. That would be awesome. <laughs> um, with that being said, you can find us on all podcast players of choices. This will be up tomorrow. Goodbye and good night. Bang!